0: Good evening, everyone. James Hicks here from Hicks New Media and Infotainment News. Uh, tonight is a special night. We have a fantastic discussion in line for you. I've got a panel of some of some winners behind the scenes right now, and I'm not taking or saying that lightly. Tonight we're going to talk about healthy consumption and you know plant based diet, plant based nutrition um vegan versus vegetarian uh understanding how you can take better care of yourself uh inside right what you put in your body you are what you eat you've you've heard that forever and you know without further ado let me start bringing on folks so you can definitely see who we've got uh good afternoon to you guys good to see you Awesome. Awesome. You know what? Let's uh, let's start as always and the right way. Let's start. Ladies first, if you guys could just uh, introduce yourself, say your name and where you are.
1: Hi, I'm Dana and I'm in Los Angeles, South Bay.
0: We might as well go on to you, Mr. Sorry. Eric Burks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
2: yeah, my name is Eric. Uh, yeah, we're here in the South Bay. Uh, to be specific, we're like in the borderline, the Gondo, Torrance area um you know kind of enjoy this beach life but um I'm glad we're here talking about healthy healthy eating choices yeah
0: and to be even more specific you're about 10 feet away from each other right now right <laughs> yeah you right. can yeah. <laughs> i love it. mr thompson
3: yes uh, good evening and by the way i can tell you guys, uh, Mark, uh,
0: Now, Mark, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna make fun of your cellular provider. I'm not gonna say you on like Boost Mobile or any any of those other companies because we could be looking for some sponsorship from one of those one of these days. But you you might have to adjust that connection, brother, because you you did not come through as clear as 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 you could. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to you though, Mr. Roberts.
3: Yeah, James, uh, thank you for having me on with this panel. I look forward to the discussion. Clifton Roberts here based in Marysville, California, right outside of Sacramento. And I can't wait to share my story, my plant-based story with uh, you and your audience. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir.
0: Last but definitely not least, sitting in his car. Hopefully it's not too hot where you are. Mr. Bill Horrenda. Oh, no, this is just terrible. This is just terrible. <laughs> look, look I, I know I got, like, fiber coming to the house. So I, I paid the, the couple extra bucks to make sure I got the connection. But let, let's continue on, uh, and hopefully Mark and, and Bill can get their connections dialed in. And, and let me ask you guys. Again, the, the topic for tonight is healthy consumption, plant-based diets. And I, I guess let me start and ask each of you where you fit in that whole continuum, right? what what does your nutrition regimen look like and also when and why did you make that switch right so if if you're not focusing on as as you possibly should if you're not focusing on um burger king and mcdonald's and the fast food but you're you're, you're looking more towards the the healthy intake why did you make that choice and when did you make that choice in your life we'll start again with, with you dana
1: My um, decision to actually started, I started actually, I went vegan maybe when my sec, my third daughter was, I want to say she was five, and I was vegan for about five years. And um, I chose to go vegan because I actually had seen a lot of, I don't know if you guys seen those um, amazing, shocking Asia's or, oh God, um, faces of death videos from a long time ago. I don't know yeah. if you guys remember those videos. So after learning, I guess about like mortality, I used to be able to watch like um, surgeries and stuff and not be grossed out. And then after seeing like somebody die, just like, uh, and then knowing that animals, you know, cry for their moms. I just, honestly, I felt like I wanted to puke when I would eat like flesh. So I was vegan for about five years, just vegan. And then I got pregnant with my my last daughter. And then um, for some weird reason, I was craving meat and my, mia my third child she was actually eating a burger i said can i lick that and she's like okay so i started eating meat again um and we do like right now we, we incorporate meat on occasion um but for the most part i do um, we eat vegetarian-ish you know mm-hmm. vegan you know veg- vegetarian we do more so plant-based than meat
0: okay okay mr thompson are you uh you ready to make it happen?
3: Well, you know, I I, I moved around the house here. Uh, okay. So okay. It?
0: It- That's perfect, brother. That's perfect.
3: Perfect, perfect. All right. So, so I, should I go back to the intros or you guys got all that before? You?
0: We got. It. I'll make I'll make it up. I'll put it in the show notes, you know. We we, we want to hear your story. We wa- we want to hear your, your your journey towards cleaning up the nutrition.
3: No, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh I got engaged uh uh about 3 years ago with a doctor on gastroenter and uh, her name is uh, Dr. Uh, Angie Sadegi. and she uh, just uh, finished a... See,
0: <laughs> see there we go right
3: Hey, hey um, James I you know I sympathize because <laughs> I, I've been Well
0: see <laughs> you are you are like seriously on a on a farm he's not on a farm he he's down in the uh you know in the hustle and bustle of los angeles you know and cliff i, I want you to go last right because i I want, I want to hear your story and you know kind of tail that into kind of what daniel was saying and and i really want to kind of culminate with with you so i'm I'm gonna go next to to bill if we could
4: yes I, I, hi everybody uh my story i i guess is real simple uh family history of of heart disease uh my wife and daughters are vegan and i got to a point where uh sky high blood pressure was about 40 pounds uh over my playing weight in college and kind of weighed the most i ever had so with their encouragement uh went the plant-based route and got down to my playing weight not the weight that i would be at the end of the season but probably the way I was on campus back in the day, entering my senior year and uh, blood pressure sky high to normal and all just by kind of following their lead. And then also just making those choices each day, which uh, I I think sometimes initially can be really daunting that I'm going to avoid meat. I'm going to avoid seafood. I'm going to find uh marinara sauce and other items that are very low in sodium but then was fortunate enough to to kind of reap the tangible benefits health-wise feeling you know uh, seeing you know normal uh checkups at the doctor and what have you but then also like some some of the intangibles like just feeling lighter having more energy and just feeling different but feeling very positive positive. And then almost coming full circle almost and they didn't do it uh with a environmental focus or a uh, uh ethical focus but then recognizing that hey uh this is certainly better for animals to go plant based and it's also better for the environment in many ways so I kind of got to those uh towards the end of this and I've been in it now I would say probably about three years and change that I've been uh, plant-based so I hope that answers uh, the question yeah no no definitely that, bring, that brings
0: the, that brings the context right and again uh, once, once Mark gets able to, to get connected I mean it's it's really interesting to hear your perspective as you talk about getting back to your playing weight, right? Because from from an athlete's perspective, and Mark was also a you know he was a star quarterback back in school as well. So just understanding the dynamics of knowing your body and knowing what you what your intake is, and then how you how you actually perform out there on on the field and things of that nature. Uh, now is a good time, Cliff. I think you know what let, let let's kind of wrap these up, and and then E.B., I'll come back to you as well. But Cliff, I'd love to hear now your story, because it it, it resonates with, I think, everything that
3: has been said thus far. Yeah, thanks, James. Uh, So, at 30, and remember, I'll be 53 um, this September. Uh, At 30, I just made a decision. You know, I had had some some practice up until then, saying I was going to be vegetarian or whatever. And uh, my wife and I, we had read this book by Mary Lee if you guys remember her from Taxi, right?
0: Mm
3: -hmm. Um, So this was uh, going on 23 years ago. And I'll never forget the the part of the book that said, you know, if you're thinking about going vegetarian, you should think about eating completely 100% plant-based. And she talked about dairy. And she said that the milk of a cow by genetic design is designed to turn its 40 pound calf, which has four compartments in its stomach into a 2,000 pound beast in less than two years. So hmm. if you imagine us as mammals, if you just look at it from a bio- bio, uh, biological perspective, right? us as mammals, imagine what that powerful liquid, the secretion hmm. of another mammal designed to feed its children to grow into this body leukemiath of a of, beast right in two years. What does that do to us when we are not designed to consume that type of liquid? And I thought about it and I thought back to my acne. Erican can attest to this, man, when we were in high school, man, I had acne and I always was worried about b- busting my blackheads. And then I was also diagnosed with, with what medical practitioners, and I, I call them practitioners for a reason, uh, diagnosed me with asthma. And they told me that along my path that I was allergic to nature. They used to, my mom and my mom and dad wow. uh, used to take me into these men and women who read a lot of books and received this title, doctor, medical practitioner. Right? You know, they did those tests, the allergy tests, and they told me I was allergic to grass, to dogs, to cats, to birds, to you know. And and so, um, after reading her book, I thought to myself. I said, you know, that might be a reason why I'm always congested. And so I said, you know what, babe, let's let's do it. Let's let's take this plunge together. Right. And we did. And two weeks later, kid you not, threw away my inhaler for the first time in my life for as long (laughs) as I can remember. My skin started to clear up and I never looked back. Now, what Bill mentioned initially, it was for those selfish reasons. I was thinking of myself. I was thinking of my own health and the more that I started to try to preach to other people meaning my family members and my loved ones. James, Eric, you remember this. I came to mm-hmm. you guys and I'm like, yeah. and no, Dana, your, your husband used to make fun of me. He'd be like, oh, Cliffy, like a bird. James would say it, Willie would say it, all my closest friends would make fun of me. Um, but, you know, I, and that's all in fun. Uh, we, we did that with each other. Um, but it came full circle, like Bill mentioned, and I started to learn more about what happened to the animals. So it became more of a crusade for me to not only be compassionate towards myself and my family members and my loved ones and my friends, but also to think about other sentient beings. And, Mm -hmm. you know, my acronym for muscle for meat, M-E-A-T, is muscle and epinephrine of animal tissue, because that's what it is. We're really eating the muscles of other animals that have been traumatized right before they're about to die. They're injected with their own hormones of Survival, and no matter how much you homogenize milk or try to clean meat, you're not taking of that out. So I mean, that's the spiritual aspect of it. Yeah. But um, this this September will be 23 years um, uh, as a plant-based person and as a vegan, meaning as a person who also considers the ethical implications. As a vegan, probably about 18 years. Okay. Right? Meaning, yeah. I really pay attention to the clothes that I buy. I really pay attention to, you know, as much as possible within my power not to even consume other types of products. So that's the difference also that I see with plant based and being vegan. Vegan is a complete commitment to live your life according to humane values, to really consider the planet, really consider animals. Whereas plant based is really just thinking about yourself and in the way that you consume things to protect your insides
0: that's interesting insight because i never kind of looked at the two separately right in in terms of of a definition so that that, that's really intriguing the way the way that you put that um eric let let me ask you uh your journey right towards healthy living, healthy nutrition. I I know you, you're, you're heavy into training. You're, you're heavy into, again, building the body and things of that nature, but what, what got you on a path to cutting out the, uh, the quick eat and go type of stuff?
2: Uh, you know, for me, again, the selfish reasons, like, you know, working out and training, you know, it, it started out that way. And, um, I tried to go like a, do a vegetarian thing, and then I'm telling I was watching the uh what was I looking? I was looking at a either it was Instagram, I think it was Instagram or, or Facebook, and I saw Cliff. I was like he's running. I was like what the heck? And then there you know he's talking about vegan, you know being you know being vegan. I was like trying to you know listen to all the stories that they were telling about uh, you know the environment and the, and the stuff that we do to the environment. Then I, yeah. I then you start seeing it and recognizing what people are doing. I mean I'm like we we have to be the only creatures that have to overabundance you know you go you go to these places and we were kids we were like eating i would not literally not finish a burger or something and just throw the rest of it away i'm like you know and when you look at um and i'm not saying oh like meat eating people are bad people i mean back in the day there was a reason to uh, at that time was the reason to eat meat when they consume um people were one with nature and you know you see the stuff like that was on avatar i mean that's real people said hey you know what we want to consume this. And it was no one sat there and said, let's kill three 300 deer. So we have food for like mm. five years. But anyway, mm-hmm. my journey started because it, it, it did start with my energy levels. Okay. And Cliff was not lying. when he said in two weeks in a matter of days, when I stopped drinking milk, eating eggs, eating meat and all that, my energy levels. I, I posted a video of, uh, of me benching three plates like it was nothing. And then I said, let me test this. Let me test this. Uh, I went back and I had, you know, not, I don't eat red meat. I, I chicken. At that time, I, I ate chicken and stuff. So I ate chicken and I was so sluggish that day. It, it was hard for me to wake up, go to the gym and start and working out. I lifted the same three weights. Daniel will tell you. I said, oh my God, I, I did it like four times. Got off the meat. I was hitting it like I was doing it like my whole life. I was like, oh, crazy. <laughs> and I've literally seen the change in my body, how I felt. Uh, you know i would always get puffy you guys see me when I, i'll work out uh, back in the day and i'd get puffy but never lean yeah. like you know lean right. i'm probably the leanest i've ever been in my entire life in 53 years right so um but yeah but that, that 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 selfish aspect yeah that's the start but you start to recognize the environmental implications and i start looking at people i, I know it's not good i should never judge i start looking at them in disgust i'm like You're just killing like I seen I literally seen this kid take a cup, finish drinking it, holding his mom's hand, he threw it in the bush. I was like, what the hell? I mean, you're the (laughs) why didn't the parents anything? So we're I mean, we're slowly destroying our planet. So if I can teach my kids to, you know, like you said, it's a commitment. Vegan is just the start. If we take care of this planet, it will take care of us. Look at what's happening now. Look at what's happening now. And I, I really want to do my part. Um, and so it's now past that whole selfish part. And, you know, Dana will tell you that, you know, she says, what do you want to eat today? Well, we still like fast food. But guess what fast food has now? Vegan options. Yes, you it know, does. They have, yes, yeah, it they does. Have yeah. Vegan options. And, you know, I went to Baskin Robbins because my my Achilles heel, my Christian. That's your I, weakness,
0: right? That's your weakness.
2: Yeah. Not anymore because they got <laughs> vegan options. They, they, they have non-dairy <laughs> Now, but you know honestly i really need to start reading into ingredients and that's why you know dana is great at that she she that's why we're like such a good pair because she goes into the ingredients part because i did not know i'm sitting there thinking oh twizzlers is good for me they use animal fat sometimes in these candies and I, you know right. i don't want to keep harping on it. i'm probably talking and rambling but yeah my, my, my journey has taken me to a different level and do am I purely vegan yet? No, not yet, but I, I'm, I'm striving to be there and that's my goal is to completely okay. not rely on I'm not, not saying so much meat, but like I think we had eggs the other day you know and I, I really yeah. want to because I really believe that that transfer of energy and Dana says this all the time that you know animals have that transfer what do you why do you think a mother feeds her uh, breastfeeds her mother her kid? to give them the nutrients from her body. We're getting that from animals' bodies. And like Cliff yep. said, they're traumatized. You're getting that energy into, into your into your system. And, uh, and I'll, I'll stop there, but I'll let everybody else talk. But that, <laughs> I,
0: I, 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 I love it, it's, it's all right, brother. I appreciate you being, being on the soapbox there. And, and this is the type of discussion I think that we need to have, right? Um, I really kind of started my journey of trying to get cleaner. With my intake, it, it may have actually been that night, probably ten years ago. Cliff, we went out to dinner. We went out to dinner downtown Sacramento. Uh, I forget, I forgot the restaurant that we went to. I think maybe a Thai restaurant or something of that nature. But I I ordered something off of the menu. I right? had, uh, had 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 my, my my chicken and my whatever whatever, and you ordered something. You you were you were working with the, uh, the weight staff and being real specific in terms of what you were, were eating. And I was watching, yeah, I was taking pictures of you because it'd been so long since I seen you. So yeah, I took a little quick selfie of, you know, I got my guy here, but that whole conscious activity of, I need to know what I'm putting in my body, what I'm putting in my system. And if it's not doing a positive good for me, yeah, maybe comfort food or whatever it is that someone else is eating. Yet, yet it may be um, the taste or maybe something I've grown up on. But you know what? If it's not fueling my body in the right way, I don't want to have anything to do with it. And ever since that that night, you know, I don't. I, again, it's over ten, ten, so years ago. I haven't told you about this, but you go, that has really kind of changed my entire mindset in terms of. I hardly grill anymore. I've shown my son out a grill and he's a bad man on a grill, but, but in terms of going and buying a lot of red meat and a, and a lot of things of that nature, uh, beef and things of like that, not in his house, not in his house. Right. So I, I appreciate you for being that example and for sharing your, your story with, with, with everyone here. Let Let me bring it back and, and ask folks, um, what, what are you, what do you, in, in terms of a lot of folks have said they train and we got athletes on the call here as, as well. I mean, are, are there additional types of things that you use to supplement? Because are, are you getting enough of the, nutri- the nutrients that you need when you go plant and vegan? I'm asking that again. I, I told you I instigate, right? So I'm asking that really as an instigating type of question, just to make sure that, you know, I, I can eat tofu all day. I can eat this all day. And can I still get the nutrients that, the health professionals or uh, practitioners, as you call them, say that we need to live a healthy life. I mean, I, I, one, we could just look at Cliff and, you know, yeah, the, the skin is, is look, you, you don't look a day over 24, brother. We, we could still be going to the grad right now in I, Davis hey, because take, you, cause you take, still
3: look good. I'll take 40. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, you know got, I, I, James, that's a good question. I'm going to keep this one short. When you ask asking okay. about nutrients, this is the biggest logical argument that we can make to people that ask me about the protein and and this and that, right. What I would ask of your audience, and I'm sure my co panelists can confirm is that think of the largest animals that you admire, the hippos, the gorillas, the giraffes, the elephants, Mm -hmm. and think about what they eat. They get all of their protein from plants. All of it, the cows that we eat, the, the veal, the beef, the chicken, the the pork, um, let's just cut out the middle beam because they're getting, what they're doing is they're processing the, the proteins and the essential nutrients in the plants and they're processing it and it, it's what's building their muscles, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So okay. we're
3: eating that. So my simple question, and, and this can be confirmed with many doctor Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, right? Um, the China study, all of these different studies can confirm what it is that I'm telling you at a logical level. Cut out the middle being because mm-hmm. they're getting their nutrients from the same place. Okay.
0: Interesting, interesting.
2: Mr. Mark Thompson. If I can add. Yeah, go ahead, Go oh, ahead. Eric. ahead. Um, Well, just to talk about what Cliff was saying, uh, your body's designed to create its own protein. If you have the correct aminos, I I do believe in, you know, not, you know, getting empty calories. But if you're getting those, um, they'll tell you the eight essential aminos in your body, your body will produce its own protein. You know, well, uh, was a uh, the most powerful man in the world. He was a big guy, vegan guy. This guy asked him, he goes, hey, man, you're strong as an ox. How'd you get that way? Because you ever seen an ox eat meat? I mean, leave it at that. <laughs>
0: you know? Make it plain, I mean, huh? Make it plain. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I love that. And you know, I'm I'm gonna come back because I want to ask Dana that as well. You know, kind of tying in on the supplementation piece. But uh, Mark, you and I were talking a little bit earlier, right? In terms of some some products and some things that that you may take advantage of. But I don't think we got your your definition or what you what you focus on. Now. Are you are you plant based? Are you vegan? Are you vegetarian? What, what's kind of what goes on at the thompson house there? I guess he's not there we can't hear him so so then i guess let me let me come come to you then cuz we were talking before the show started about hey, hey, uh, the yeah, different we were, talking, we were talking a little bit before the show about the you know, different types of proteins, right, that we take, you know, especially if we're, if we're training, if we're lifting, if we're exercising, things of that nature, and the difference between kind of the, your ways and your plant-based and, and your different caseins and things like that. You're the one that's on the panel, that certified personal trainer, so I'm coming to the expert in the room. What, what do you recommend to for yourself and, and for your clients as well um, when it comes to a protein-based uh, supplement?
1: If you're starting out, you know, going into protein-based and you're, I mean, plant-based, let's say, and you're not used to it. I, I honestly, first for a lot of people, my first recommendation is to get away from the milk, um, go with the plant-based oat, almond. Mm-hmm. My go-to is almond, but my daughter's like getting the oat. Um, cashew is a little, uh, thick. Um, Eric does a chocolate milk <laughs> cashew, and he's like, "This is too thick for me." So he likes the almond. Um, that's the first step, I think. Is it, you know, if you're trying to get into the whole plant basis, to switch up your milk. And then um, the second thing would to be would be to get out of the casein. Um, casein, actually, you probably Google it. I forgot. I, I forgot what article. It was a long time ago. But casein has been found mm-hmm. to promote every level of cancer, um, every stage um it's been able to promote like you know enhance that the mutation so um any kind of casein milk i steer away from Uh, it's just the inflammation um i took my daughters off of milk when they were young they don't get sick yeah um that's a big deal the uh in regards to like um the protein it's very important for us especially us older folk over the 40s we're fighting something called sarcopenia which is the disease of aging so what's happening right now is you're losing a percentage of overall muscle mass so by the time you're like 80 i don't know if you've ever felt an older person they're just like skin and bone and they're really soft because there's no muscle um they found also that if you use a combination of hmb mixed with leucine, i believe and vitamin d um, you can mix that with a plant-based protein um, I think you can use any plant-based protein as long as you look for the fillers, yeah. um, like the chemical fillers. Uh, oh God, I can't think of one right now, but there's one that I really, as soon as I see it, I, like a maltodextrin, yeah. I, we steer clear of those. Just uh, you want to have like the meat and potatoes, <laughs> not meat. Sorry, it's bad. Not meat. But that's one of my things that I say is just, you want to have like the real yeah. nutritional um, core. Yeah. We don't want to have empty calories that's anyway. True. It's just a waste of energy. So, uh, that's, that's pretty much my, my take on that. And just, um, get your, get your nutrients from food. Eric and I are both very busy. We, we actually have like, he has work and we have businesses we're running from home. So I understand like people are even about your kids. It's hard to like always cook clean food all the time or always prep it or whatever because you can't prep it. It's nasty when you eat it later. Honestly, I, I can't eat um, fresh
0: food.
1: It, yeah, it doesn't taste as good. It has to be like fresh. And, um, so one of the things we do, we have a green drink and it has like your spirulina, your, all that green stuff, all that good green stuff. And we get our nutrients from there also. So, um, that I would, in regards to supplementation yeah. and we do a garlic clove in the morning, drink our water. So I love it. trying to do that whole anti-inflammatory kind of products in our bodies.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I I like the statement that you made about get, your protein and nutrition from food, proper food, as opposed to a lot of pills, a lot, a lot of, um, a lot of powder, whatever the case may be, and and I think Bill, you're 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 going down that route as well, right? In terms of just making sure that the the quality of the food that you eat is, is top notch, as opposed to yeah, we, anyone could go. I'm gonna name a name. We anyone can go to a GNC or a vitamin shop or wherever the case may be and grab a whole pack of capsules to take that's not really the route to go to as well right we, we want to fuel our bodies the right way you agree
4: yeah yeah totally and this is where I get a little skittish in that you know I, I'm not a doctor I'm not a nutritionist and you know when people like Dana talk I, I really listen and I, I think it's kind of the fun part of this is when when you get into it and you listen to folks like Dana or Dr. Michael Greger, hmm. uh, you learn a little bit more. And also, I-, I think you're right, James. I remember watching a documentary on PBS. There was a Cal uh, professor of nutrition who said, basically, don't buy anything that's advertised. If you see an advertisement, don't buy it. And if you're in the supermarket, stay out of the middle. Go you want to go to the fruits yeah. and veggies, which are typically yeah. at the, at yeah. the, exactly at the outside. So what what I see and what I'm trying to learn is, uh, for example, vitamin D seems to be a challenge uh, for a lot of people and for plant-based uh, folks it, that could be tough. Also, the B12 scenario. So I'm trying to le- you know trying to learn and follow uh, the uh, thought leaders on this, and uh, you know like Dr. Michael Greger has been tweeting about, uh, for example. The link between a stroke and a b twelve deficiency in vegans, and what does that mean oh, wow. and you know how it goes okay. you know one day you have a, a study that says coffee's good another day it says not not good but but I think here I, I think once you're into it and you're kind of trying to follow those trends that that's a very good thing because I, I think you're kind of on to like next level thinking and yeah. to your point James as well like I've got you know like ginger or cayenne pepper that i will or chia seeds and i'm Hmm. trying to use them in the great smoothies my wife makes uh, you know the cayenne pepper on the potatoes I'm saying, so you're right not to get the the nutrition in supplements but get them from the proper foods and then maybe enhance them a little bit but but i also you know i am quick to again it's like you know you talk about COVID or anything like I'm not an infectious disease doctor I'm not an epidemiologist uh, and also I said to James when we talked about it, when he graciously invited me to this panel I said I feel like uh, you know the Goodfellas movie when they invite Paulie to go in partners on the restaurant to financially back it He's like, what do I know about a restaurant? I sit down, I eat spaghetti and meatballs. That's all I know about a restaurant. What do I know about running a restaurant? So I kind of feel the same way here. Although the meatballs are vegan, the marinara is, uh, is uh, low sodium, and the pasta may even be uh, shredded zucchini. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. That's, that's a good point. And yeah, don't talk about my coffee because, yeah, you know, it's, it's 530 and I'm still drinking. That's, that's my vice. Uh, you know eric eric had his ice cream but he did turn me on to the non-dairy so i i've been i've been hitting my grocery store up for that as well let, let me ask about this because you touched on something bill and and maybe cliff you can start going to the grocery store right and actually finding these foods right i mean disseminate or Squelches that the myth that it, it's hard or, or, you know, it's it's challenging to actually find the right foods to go out and eat. You no, know, I, I go to Raley's or I go to Nugget or Whole Foods has a whole different type of mindset. Right. It, it's geared for folks who are are forward thinking and kind of conscious on that. But, you know, your Safeways are the World, your Winco's, whatever the case may be. Talk to us about a day in the life of you going to the grocery store and finding some food. I, even though I know you live on a farm, so you, you grow probably seventy percent of uh, of what you ingest.
3: Yeah, definitely the vegetables. No, that's a great question. It's I'm I'm it's serendipity because I am amazed you asked that because I literally, hearing Bill talk, I was just thinking about the myth. And this is a question I'm often asked. As a matter of fact, I was installing a new water pump for the property yesterday. And the handyman that came over, he's a big guy um, Emmanuel, and he's Hispanic, and we went to the store and we were talking about veganism. and he said, "It's expensive, no, you know yeah. and uh, that's that's a big question I always get. And I think that that myth comes from most people that are making the switch from you know their standard diet in the way that they've been eating to a vegan diet or a plant-based diet anyway is they still buy the steaks and the chicken and you know the i call them dead animals um while they're trying the new stuff right um and that replaces it so you know the bocas and the corn chicken and you know now the impossible burgers and all that but when you look at a steak that costs you know let's say 12.99 and then you look at a box of four Boca patties, it really is less expensive, provided that you can make the switch in full. So most people have that transition period, and that's where the myth of it being expensive comes from. Also, um, in terms of finding the food in a grocery store, I mean, I still go to Safeway, I still go to Raley's, Bel Air, Food Max, Save Mart, all of that. Uh, Bill made another good point that you shop on the outside, and most of what we eat, Usually, there's a centerpiece to our meal, right? For dinner, there's usually potatoes or steak, some peas, broccoli, right? I would say 80% of our normal meals are already plant based. We just have that one meat centerpiece. Mm -hmm. So, if you can find that replacement, which is, I'm going to tell you, 23 years ago when I went vegan compared to now, (laughs) <laughs> I have to tell you, man, James, you remember even 10 years ago when we went to that restaurant, there was a lot more involved with me talking to that waitress.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I had, had a handful of drinks just wait, waiting on you to get your order right. But, you know, again, you know I, I was mean? intrigued. But, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah. I remember that day, too, because we got that sampler, which is also the alcohol mm. that we got was vegan. But we got that sampler of all sorts of stuff. I, I, I loved it. Uh, but, yeah, it so. So if you can go with that mindset, wow, I'm already 70% plant-based, to be honest with you, right? Most people are because most people, especially as we get older, what do we preach to our kids? Eat a balanced meal, eat your veggies, you know, do this. I mean, especially certain cultures, right? Asian cultures, we already eat a lot of rice and soy and kimchi and, you know, plants and, and all that. And then if you look at Hispanic culture, rice and beans and you know what i mean so there's a lot that we already eat um if you go to certain sections like in bel air for example there's an entire section in the refrigerated part by the vegetables and i know this by heart you go there and you find your soy hot dogs and your tofu hot dogs and your and your tofu and, and your now they have the sandwich meats that look like sandwich meats yeah, and, and change the mindset. People say to me, oh, you eat that fake meat. I said, "Nah, you eat that fake meat. Those are really animals that have been murdered. That's what I tell them. I said, I don't eat the fake I meat. Like,
0: I like that. No, you I like that. I, meat. My,
3: my meat is really designed to, to nourish my body. You are eating that fake stuff. You are yeah. eating the murdered, dismembered body parts of an animal that used to love and cherish and miss and all that stuff, right? So... um and, and if you're having trouble in the grocery store finding these items, uh, ask your friendly grocery.
0: <laughs> I love it. Because, you know, once you, when you put it into perspective like that, and I think everyone here has done that or is doing that. But when a large majority, I think, of society would not want to go and prepare their food. Uh, if if they had to go grab that cow, if they had to go pluck that chicken, if they had to go do that work, mm-hmm. that would be a completely game changer from a, from a what was the name of the show on uh, on on uh, Netflix? Wasn't that that was the one that changed yeah. my whole mentality um, as well? Exactly. It started with you, too. Cliff. But yeah. when I saw Game, changer. game Changers on I Netflix, know. that actually changed my entire mindset in terms of seeing animals being. Housed in whatever pens that they were, inhumane housing. Uh, I mean, and then just, just shot and murdered like that. I mean, again, that that changed my complete mindset. I want to ask I mean, a question because you touched on. Oh, go, go ahead, Cliff, because I, I yeah, want to go one back one to something that we can still talk about. Point. It.
3: You, you mentioned. You raised a good point, and and I want to speak to this and give it to the audience. I mean, to to my co-panelists. Um, you said that if we had to prepare our own meat, yeah, the muscle and epinephrine of animal tissue. Um, and if all of us were neighbors, and let's say we all lived in a neighborhood, and I had brought this up before, and I just showed up at my house, and all of a sudden you started hearing, because if you've ever heard a pig get slaughtered, it's mm-hmm. no joke. It sounds yeah. like, they sound like a human being. Um, oh, I, would man. Have the cops, I would have the cops called on me. If I just decided to hang chickens or, or pigs upside down, slit their throats, let them bleed out, right? I would terrify my children, first of all. I would terrify anybody coming. And, and with that said, I want to point out that in the United States, there are, over, there are probably 10,000 federally sanctioned slaughterhouses mm. in the United States, meaning that the, the federal government comes in to inspect them. That means, let's just say, for argument's sake, there are 5,000 people working at each of these slaughterhouses, right? Okay. So that's fifty thousand people that have been federally sanctioned, where it's okay, legally okay to kill animals. Those are the people that have been given the job to kill yeah. animals, and we've seen with COVID what's happened to a lot of those folks. We've seen psychologically and emotionally what happens when they are their job is to kill every yeah. day. And, and I suppose, and I propose that it is it is at the root of a lot of how we treat each other with the mass shootings. And I know that's a huge argument, right? It could be even Mm -hmm. considered conspiracy. But if we can't at a basic level realize how indiscriminately we kill the most innocent representatives of nature, how do we dare expect us to treat each other equally? Wow,
0: that's a powerful point that's a powerful point and, and and a relevant point right again it hopefully makes everyone everyone think about the humanity of it right again and, and your definition of you know plant-based versus vegan because it's a whole conscious mindset in terms of that um, we we had a question that came in and I, I think someone someone talked about the the impossible versus whatever the other burger is
2: beyond beyond, beyond the
0: beyond burger i I've, I've had them both and I won't say there is one that I don't like as much. I, I, I forgot which one it was, but your, your thoughts on that, right? Again, I, I, these large scale organizations and corporations, one, they're losing revenue because folks are now becoming more conscious uh, about what they put in their body. But th- this whole shift, I guess, towards a different type of a, a product on, 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 the, on the shelves. Look, when i went to high school soy burgers were the thing and i was i love my soy burgers i it, it is what it is right but haven't had one in a while but uh eric let, let me let me ask you have you tried the impossible or or the beyond
2: we tried them both um uh, and i think it was the beyond meat that uh it, it didn't taste so bad until you smelled it and then you know how your smell and your taste yeah. kind of go along it tasted yeah. like the smell of dog food <laughs> i kid you not so we were cooking and i was like oh my god It's almost like oh my god is that dog food <laughs> i swear we were blown away when we first had it because there you know there, there was like seasoning and you know? i was like oh man this is, oh here's, here's here's my vegan choice here's my my all you know my meatless choice and yeah. then um you know i was like oh wow!" i like need to put food.
0: some all on it that's a all <laughs> yeah. and paprika but right? that's all you need yeah. you
2: know? so uh, you know so we just do that to dog food now no, <laughs> no but uh <laughs> but yeah it was bad the impossible burger not it wasn't so bad but the impossible burger um not not too bad and i think they have them you can get them like in all kinds of different like uh we saw a bunch of stuff in the stores um i don't i think we we leave there's some things that uh that dana will get at the store uh that's meatless more more of the veggie veggie, like the, the veggie burger i had today and and stuff um we don't really buy the impossible burger for home it's like if we eat out we'll say oh this place has an impossible burger so we'll we'll grab it um and try to be conscious of you know the other stuff that they have in it like the breads and and things like that so um yeah yeah dog food sorry go ahead No, so
0: I didn't know you, you. could actually. I thought it was branded. I didn't think you could buy it at the, as a grocery store. The Impossible. No, uh, I thought, I thought no, it was beyond, just a Burger King.
2: Beyond, you can buy, but the Impossible Burger at the at the fast food marts, the fast food, okay, uh, the fast food stores and stuff so like that. Yeah. yeah, I'm but dropping
0: we, names. Burger King. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm dropping. Names. If they <laughs> and, sue and somebody, they're, they'll doing, sue me.
2: they're all starting to do it. They're all starting to get, get that Impossible burrito, the Impossible burger, yeah. the Impossible hot dog. Um, we actually go to the Habit, and the Habit has it's a veggie burger, it's a veggie patty. Yeah. Um, I like the veggie patty a lot. The veggie patty is my go-to, you know, all the time. And then, you know, I, I eat enough of that that, you know, I'm 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 satisfied. Um, but Dana's always wondering because you know I'm, I'm like 200 pounds. She's like, she's I, I don't think you ate enough. I'm like, I don't sit down and have huge meals. This little <laughs> woman, she is. still will sit down. And I'm like, oh my, how are you putting <laughs> that away? Where's it going? But, uh, yeah, we, it's, uh, yeah, the impossible partners are up. All
0: us right. Don't, no, don't, don't get in trouble here, brother. Look, I'm <laughs> not, don't, you know, you know I'm,
2: watching.
3: I'm, watching.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm now. Sorry. You know she looks,
0: she <laughs> uh, you know, I've seen videos of, 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 you know, lifting and doing squats. You know, she, she could take you. you don't watch it now. We, I, I, I can't help you. I'm um, 600 yeah. miles away right now. Um, let me let me ask this because again another another great question from a, another another member of the burks family thank thank you very much sunny uh, gmos who who couldn't want, want to answer that would that be you you dana or or, or you bill kind of to talk along that that uh that
4: line today? i'm gonna dish this to uh to dana i'm uh, i'm not sh- i'm not sure on the gMO deal
1: i think the gmos is the genetically modified yeah. Um, pretty much it just, I'm not a, I'm not like an expert. You're constantly learning. So I want to just put that out there. Um, I do have my cert in nutrition and tra- and physical education like physical training, personal training, but I'm not okay. like a doctor, but I will say this and I'm, I'm big on like energy. Eric talks, Eric just talked about that. Um, energy in your food and anything modified, yeah. you know, like, that's chemicals, and you're. It's not natural. Anything that doesn't, any even like our products that we use in the house, like if it's not natural, we get like rashes or something. I think it's because we're older now. I don't know what it is, but we use a lot of natural everything as much as we can. Take yeah. stay away even from water. genetically even modified. Water.
2: We, we don't do fluoridated water. Like um, we you know, water now, water. San Diego was the last to hold out, and now they're putting fluoridated water in their water. We, we don't do the tap water. We we look for water, like alkaline. We okay. Yeah. So anything okay. GMO, every, we try to stay all natural, not the chemical stuff.
1: You can uh, you can try to do like vegan, you know, get as much as you. Sorry, the you know, not do genetically modified foods. They're just bigger. They they might be bigger. Let's say you um get organic blueberries, for instance, and they're smaller. Or um and they'll actually, if you taste it, the bigger ones taste more like water. They don't have that flavor. And then you get organic blueberries, and they have a a powerful flavor of blueberries you can taste the difference in between an organic banana and a and a regular banana
4: yeah bill and that's where i was gonna go just just oh sorry james uh uh, just on like taste and the you know it's amazing the flavor that say cauliflower has or a potato And, and dana for you and even to, to have the palate, and Cliff, you as well, to have the palate to discern between a, a, some type of modified banana versus a normal banana. Like, I, I think sometimes it's hard to articulate, like we t- started to talk earlier, but just the energy and how much better you feel eschewing, I had to drop in a vocabulary word for James. <laughs> there it, shoe- is. A, there a, it is. There it is. Eschewing <laughs> dairy. You know, just simply that uh, and recognizing the uh, the taste of, you know, some chipotle vegan A's versus, you know, mayonnaise or some other uh, condiment that may not be good for you. And, and, and sometimes it's just hard to articulate that and explain that to family and friends. And then also the... You know, there are just times, and I think, Cliff, I think you said it earlier that you just have to think about, okay, this decision that I'm making, is this really, or James, maybe you said this as well or alluded to it, that you've got to think about, okay, is this good for me in the short term and the long, or the long term? So sometimes at that point of contact, you know, we really have to think about what the best, now I, I'm lucky to have a, my wife and daughters, as you guys have supportive families, because I think that's really important to have supportive families and friends because it can be, I'm sure kind of lonely. If you're, you know, like Cliff, like you were doing this 20 years ago, like that's, you know, I really commend you for that being that far out in front and being that smart, courageous, uh, decisive and also having the intestinal fortitude to do, to do it. Cause I'm sure it wasn't, it wasn't easy then. And the choices now are, are abundant. Mm-hmm. uh Compared to then, so uh, I'm just really happy to be here and to share it. And if uh, if it helps one person, man, man, it's certainly worth it. And I'm I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that it will. But but I think sometimes you know the, the noise out there that's too costly. Well, what are you spending on meat and seafood, or or that it's it's it's, yeah. it's, it's a banal plate. No, the flavors are uh plentiful. Uh, in
3: people.
4: their you in know, their organic I, existence, you
3: know. So can anyway, can I interject there? You said the flavors, and we were talking about the flavors. I have to remind everyone, and, and this this kind of comes to people as an epiphany. What do people do when they normally create the? And James, you even said it earlier. Um, when they're preparing meat, some sort of meat, whether it's the ribs or the you know the, the pig feet or the you know the steak, they prepare them in such a way where they taste like spices and plants and herbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Thank I mean, I, I don't know, I've, I, and wow. forgive me, I have yet to met, meet one person in my 53 <laughs> years of life, Till's Point, where they've just taken the meat, slapped it in the oven, and just take it out and eat it. Mm-hmm. We all, as human beings, prepare dead animal flesh to taste like plants
2: honestly what I do? throwing ketchup a1 sauce yeah uh, no, you whatever, know, whatever
0: rub salt, tomato, salt pepper right? basil all things of that nature right? right throwing that on yeah
3: all of it is done to help prepare the dead flesh in in a way that tastes more like
2: plants And and I just said, you can put that on dog food and it'll taste better, right? Yeah,
3: and and, and, you know, even the other question, well, I, I noticed that when he asked that question, he said something like, well, it still looks and tastes like dog food, right? Well, I would ask the audience too, to really bridge the gap between ourselves and cognitive dissonance, right? We've developed this cognitive dissonance over the years where we ignore really what's going on with these animals and I've seen the most macho of men, really, when I go to them and I say, "Hey, try this vegan item," and they look at it and smell it first, and they're like, this. "I'm like, dude, it's a plant, bro. You know what I mean? Like, Come on, man. Uh, you know what I mean? So, so I would ask, you know, that that mind shift change, you know, okay, it, it might look like dog meat to you. But the alternative is you're eating chopped up muscles of a cow with that the FDA allows poop to be in There's a certain percentage of poop that's allowed to be in the cow meat. <laughs> oh, what is the exchange? What you know to be plants and tofu and spices mixed with, look like a like a patty. Yeah. And you say it looks like dog food, or do you want to continue to eat the chopped up muscle of murdered animals mm. mixed with poop? right and they need one more one more guys eggs this is what how i convinced my son to go vegan at 14. i mean i had been talking to him and talking to him at 14 years of age he finally made the change i told him i said son would you be okay if i took this egg went to the bathroom put it in the toilet went number two took it out of the toilet washed it off the best that i can and just gave it to you would you allow me to fix it for you he's like oh hell no nah. <laughs> i'm like why not he said because man you just i don't care how you would clean it, you just pooped on it yeah. I said, well, <laughs> why is that any different i'm your father and i created you and you have 23 of my chromosomes inside you why is that any different than the, what what the chicken does because there's no difference in where the egg comes out from the chicken they poop and they give birth out of the same mm. canal Hmm. They literally poop out of the same canal that the egg comes out of and on top of that It really is their period. It's eggs or chicken period really (laughs) To be honest with you keeping it real. Well, you
0: know, my my pastor always said make it plain and I I, I don't I don't know if we can get much plainer than that ladies and gentlemen
3: That's a a dicey. That's a dicey topic to, to, to go down but one thing that I want to do is I want to keep it real because I care about people's health, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and we are eating, you know, the unborn babies of chickens. when we mm-hmm. We're eating the milk and secretion of, of, uh, of cows for their babies when we consume milk or any dairy product. And we're eating chopped up muscles of animals when we consume meat. So I, I just wanted to really, you know, we got to start telling the truth with each yeah.
0: other. And, and that's, again, why, why I wanted you guys on this on this panel to have these hard and awkward conversations. Right. Um, let, me, let me let's let's kind of wrap up with, with this, because you guys even talked about it shouldn't be difficult to go out and and find these the right things at the grocery store. It should be difficult to go to a restaurant and find something that that's that's uh, appropriate for you. Maybe we have reached one. Right. Maybe we have got to someone to say, you know, OK, now I hear it. It's hard, though. Right. But, but it, you know, it shouldn't be hard, but it's hard. Give kind of some guidelines, just one or two steps that you could say for someone tomorrow who's got to go make that grocery run. Just just a mindset or some guidelines for for starting to make that shift. I mean, I, I would liken it to quitting smoking. Right. It's, it's going to be real tough to go cold turkey, you know, again, hate to use that term, but again, man, although the synonyms are just, just just, flying off the off the hook today, but, you know, for someone to, to start so abruptly, but Daniel, let's start with you. Uh, a guideline for someone who, again, is stuck on, on their ways that they've been through for the last 20, 30, 40 years of life and now are hearing it and say, you know what, I'm going to try to clean it up a little bit. Um, what, what would you recommend that they do?
1: Um, I guess I could start with how we did it with Eric. So when we first started dating, he was like, Oh, I'm gonna make you a smoothie. I'm like, Oh, okay. Thanks. And then I was watching him make this smoothie, <laughs> and you'll play yogurt in there. I'm like, yeah, i putting all the milk in there. Well, there was, um, so I don't do yogurt. And then, so, um, I would just, educated him a little bit on Mm. the milk and then he started doing almond milk. Like I said, I really think we have to just take one step, just start with one thing. And I think a staple in everyone's diet is milk. You put milk in your coffee, you put milk in your cereal, you drink milk with cookies. I really think changing that one and then just slowly replacing an item that, that isn't vegetarian with something that is plant-based.
0: That's a good point. I like that. I like that. Uh, Eric Burks, let's go, let's go to you. Since you swear that you never put milk in your smoothie, I, I know you're again 10 feet away. Hopefully she don't throw a shoe at you. No, no, no. I, I, yeah, go go ahead.
2: Juice. I put juice and I put. What kind of juice?
1: What kind of juice? Okay, what kind of juice? Okay. Kind of juicy water. Juicy water.
2: Yeah, and then I'll put like a uh, yogurt in there. And I thought I was eating good. I thought I was being healthy. But anyway, <laughs> that was a long time ago. Um, to me, I feel like it's a paradigm shift because like, I think Cliff talked, said something about um, you know, when he, there was a big guy, and he's like, oh, he goes, "Man, it's, it's plant. I think it's a it's a mindset that society puts. Like, oh, eating plants is oh, it's what is that? It's not the right. It's not the thing to do, you know. And I think mm-hmm. if more people would maybe, you know, say, hey, you know, what? It's not that bad. It's it's great. It's you know, and 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 I think as as time goes by, and you're and we're seeing it now because you got, I mean, they got stocks and beyond Meat. There's stocks, and impossible burgers, everybody's going vegan. They're, it's changing. It's going to take a paradigm shift for people to think, Oh, it's the thing to do. I mean, remember being overweight was the, was the thing to be right. Uh, uh women. <laughs> and then now you, you, they want thin women. And now uh, I, I know I'm, I'm going back, but it's there. It, it, it becomes this trend. I think, you know, everybody's mm-hmm. like, um, as they go into this trend of now, Oh, everyone's eating, you know, vegan. You know, it, it may be a trend, but I think they're shifting that way and trying to okay. eat he- healthier and live longer, you know, and, and feel better. Um, because I didn't hear all that stuff when I was growing up, all I heard was, you know, they got the all the commercials of eat egg, you know, drink milk, all you can eat, food. all
0: you can eat, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. you
2: was know, uh, right. my cereal was like, uh, Captain Crunch at the time, you know, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I'm I'm we're really eating good. Um, I think it's shifting, um, and I think it's going that way, and I think groups like what what cliff is doing and having, and, and they're going out and spreading messages that saying that, you know what, there's an alternative, there's an alternative. You don't have to live on, um, uh, really quick. Uh, my, you know, my brother's going through some stuff, you know, we, we had a show on, on that and I it, saw opens, them. it opens your eyes. That's my baby brother. I'm like yeah. thinking, Jesus, man, I'm the, I'm, I'm the oldest of them, right? I'm the oldest. I need to make a change because I, I'm their example of how to eat, live, you know, uh, be better. And I, I know we're grown men now, but had I'm teaching my kids early, early, yeah. so that they can keep teaching their kids, and 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 you know, we we just live differently, you know, eating differently, financially differently, uh, you yeah. know, things like that. I think I love these conversations because that's what we need to have. We need to educate our young. We need to educate our families. And guess what? That's going to just exponentially grow in yep. my mind okay
0: next i'm yeah. sorry no it's all good man i appreciate that and that, that makes sense and you you, you test on something and, and i thought about it um the societal shift because again 20 not maybe not even that long ago there was always those commercials milk it does a body good yeah you're not going to see that anymore right you know <laughs> folks are, are are really becoming more aware that yeah maybe you need to go with that soy or that almond or that uh, I'm, I'm an almond milk guy I, I order pallets of it from amazon that show up every every five weeks it's, it's insane i just got mine today so I'm, I'm a happy guy um but but that that's a good point point. and again that's that's what we're doing having these awkward conversations that we need to have with
1: james i yeah. have a question sorry i was just wondering because this is a trend thingy um are we all from california and this panel
0: we are all in California, but I... in California. In yes, Florida, but it, yeah. you like, know we, we got a lot of East Coast blood here too. Now you know we got some Jersey oh, boys okay. in the house.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm just yeah. saying, I think honestly, in regards to trend, California and like the beach cities, uh, California in general, we're more into like um, healthy. Like if you eat, if you oh, this is like Southern food. You know, it's it's a culture thing too. I think and and your communities yes, you are like your environment so i just want yeah. to
0: put that up yeah you know the, up, up, up till what about a month ago there weren't any cracker barrels out here but now we got a cracker barrel and you know and that and that uh, good old comfort food is we'll, we'll get them that's that's all right we'll, we'll stay on the right track we'll try to we'll, we'll get out there and convert as many people as we possibly can uh mr horrenda Give, give us some of your, your, your thoughts uh, on, you know, that one or two thing that, that you would tell someone who is is considering making an, a, a, a change in, in in mindset.
4: I would say eat what you like, but just replace it. Replace it with non-dairy products. So the mozzarella cheese, the Daiya mozzarella cheese is tremendous. The marinara sauce, it sprouts uh, or, yeah. or at, you know, look at the label or at Whole Foods, get the low sodium yeah. variety. I would say I definitely, you know, whether it's almond milk, as you guys have mentioned, coconut milk, whatever you like, oat milk, I would say eat what you like, but supplant the dairy part with non-dairy, just keeping it it's simple would be my advice. And I think that uh, two quick things, you know, we have to see yet observe, right? It's like a Watson has climbed innumerable times to 221 B Baker Street but he's asked by Holmes how many steps is it is it he doesn't know but Holmes tells him it's 17 because I have seen and observed you have only seen <laughs> so in other words take that action you know be bold and you know finally I just want to thank you guys uh, I'm very thankful for my wife and daughters who luckily you know being in LA wife and daughter like you said environment culture I'm very thankful And as Cicero once said, the thankful heart is not only the greatest virtue, but it is the parent of all the other virtues. So how fortunate are we to have this time together, to be able to have this conversation and to be able to be cognizant and make these decisions? So I would encourage, you know, obviously the panel is going to keep going. Anyone that is thinking about it, I would encourage them to to go in and, and, and to go deep on it. Yeah.
0: I told you guys, you won't have to bring in a, a thesaurus and an encyclopedia when you got Bill <laughs> oh, Miranda I in the room. I, you know, I, I I try to raise my game to uh, as high as I can. Appreciate you on that, sir, uh, okay. Mr. Roberts. Uh, let's let's close with you, I guess, with, with, from from your perspective, because you you've got you've, you've got a wide breadth, I think, of involvement right in the activism of yes. Of, yes. Uh, of 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 proper nutrition and you know. The difference between again the plant based versus veganism. So, your, your thoughts on how to assist someone?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I, the first thing I would remind everyone is most vegans are not like my daughter or my two youngest children, um, Emery and Liam, who are now two and three. You know, they basically started over, right? They have, and I'm, I'm privileged and honored. To be able to say that they will never in their life experience what it is to to eat another soul—that is beautiful mm-hmm. to me. So I want you guys to consider that. I want your audience to consider that that I didn't start on this journey. Eric can tell you my mother is Asian too. She's Korean, and Koreans throw down with some meat. Mm-hmm. Bulgogi is one of my—you know—up until I was age thirty, Bulgogi, which is a very famous Korean barbecue dish, was some, one of my favorite dishes. You add in my dad's side, which is, you know, he's from New Bern, North Carolina. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Uh, ham hop, chitlins, pig feet, uh, you know, ribs, um, all that. And, and so there was a period in my life where I had to make a tough decision as well. But I, I think of the framework of health, H-E-L-P, right? If you focus on health, if you focus on the environment, you focus on lifestyle and then personal choices, which includes ethics, right? Um, I think if you remember that we are creatures of habit, we're t- creatures of culture and tradition, and most importantly, selfishness. So, you know, when you said, James, it is difficult when we go into the grocery store. Do you know what I think it is, honestly? It's not that it's difficult, because James... You you are one of the you are a world-renowned technologist, and you you are a solutions architect. And there's many like you that work at the company that you work at, and you come up with the most innovative solutions the world has ever seen.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Likewise, Eric works in a similar industry. Um, Bill works in an industry where he gets to create and interpret characters that never have been imagined. And myself working for Intel, right? So I think it's not that we think that it's difficult. It's really getting over our culture, tradition, okay. habit, and selfishness. Wow. Because we we all we, we we don't face and I'm being honest, we don't face it. And I went through that myself at 30. So that's what I would say and and I would reinforce Bill's point. Replace what it is that you're doing i love dana's point about start with milk maybe because milk is huge so um yeah let's just be honest with ourselves uh let's be honest with our kids don't i i uh, here here's another one when my daughter and i used to go in the grocery store i wouldn't lie to her about what it was rather than me use the label of steak which is a a a term i would tell her baby that's dead cow Hmm. And so when she started to grow up at eight years old, she'd like when someone would say, hey, babe, do you, baby girl, you want some of this? She'd like, is there a cow in it? At eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so let's be honest with our kids. Let's be honest with the people around us. And it will really help uh, shorten the distance of that cognitive dissonance that we all go through when it comes to our diet. I appreciate that.
0: I appreciate that. And I appreciate each of you uh for your time for your tutelage for your information and sharing your story right it is not taken for granted at all um this is an ongoing journey right as as long as we have another day to go out there and make something happen let's uh let's try to be better let's try to uh, encourage and support that sphere of influence that we have around us and if we can help someone to uh improve themselves why improve while we improve ourselves let's do that um I will definitely put in the show notes kind of some links to some, some key information and to some uh, resources that you guys will share and have shared with me. So, again, we can, we can um, steal a, a term from a good friend of ours, uh, Mr. Kevin Bracey. We're going to try to teach one and reach one. And on that note, you guys. Hopefully, he doesn't sue me for for using a slogan. But uh,
4: you
3: changed oh. it a little bit, so it was all good. I did right, so I, I changed. It.
0: Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, I I don't, I don't get caught up in in, in some litigation. <laughs> you guys, thank you very much. Appreciate you. Be good to yourself. Thank you. Thank. You. All
2: right. Have no a good one.